0: pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country black buffalo tobacco alternative bold flavor full pouches
1: being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen and with resi priority notify and global dining access through my amex platinum card
0: right this way
1: it's nice to try someone else's food for a change that's the powerful backing of american express terms apply learn more at americanexpresscom slash with amex
0: getting ready to take on spring
1: What's up, y'all? Team, I'm here from Snaps, daily college football show that I hope you really enjoy. And I've been getting a lot of crap on my show lately about, you know, uh, uh, choosing Alabama over Texas. You know what I didn't do, though? I didn't bet on him. You know who I did bet on? Kansas. Okay. And I did it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app because when it comes on where I like to gamble, I love the DraftKings app. And it's because they got incredible offers. If you're already a DraftKings customer, well, check this out every single NFL game day during September, you're not going to have just one, but two new offers waiting on you when you sign in. So you'll have to sign up, sign in to see exactly what those offers are. But just remember Thursday, Sunday, Monday, every NFL game day, all customers getting two exciting offers from DraftKings to play with. It's a ton of fun, but what if you're a new customer? Well, I've got an even better deal for you. You use the promo code TBob when you sign up. Okay. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Promo code TBOB, T-B-O-B. You bet $5 on any NFL game, you get $200 instantly in bonus bets. That's right. That's right. Put five down on any of the games. Don't even have to win. You get $200 instantly in bonus bets. You can go play with those on college football, NFL, whatever you want. You can play with those. That's one of those incredible deals you get. So you see it. There's not a more fun place to get in on the action than DraftKings. And you can do all your same game parlays, multi-game parlays, whatever you want. So download the app now, sign up with the promo code TBOB, T-B-O-B, $5 gives you $200 in bonus potentially. And for returning customers, remember every NFL game day, two exciting new offers from your official sports betting partner of the NFL, DraftKings, the crown. It's yours. If you've got a gambling problem, call 100-GAMBLER or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario see dkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply what's going on amp welcome into to another episode of snaps a daily college Football podcast that i hope you enjoy and if you do like it, share it, tell your friends about it, help us spread the good word. Um I am T. Baby Bear, one of your hosts joined as always by QB1, Mr. Aaron Murray. What's up Aaron? Looking fresh with the fade. I too got yeah. cut up. Yeah, I got to get wear my pods again. You can't see my hair cuz these headphones, but uh you look good. You got a haircut? Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. You can't tell. It looks good though. I'm telling you. It looks great, but no, you can't. My tell. My, my my lady who cut my
2: hair today did something really interesting at the end. She had grabbed a brush put like a, not a Sharpie, but like some makeup pen into the brush and then filled out my beard
1: with the brush. Huh. You yeah. do have like, actually, look at that. You do have like more. I know. Yeah, you have more solid scruff than you normally do. Bro, Fake that is you make it. Fake fuck you make boy. It. That is a <laughs> fuck boy ass fade. Oh my God. Turn to the side. Turn to the side. I... I if I saw you at a bar, I would think that we probably wouldn't be friends. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That is a Tampa ass fade right there, dude. Hell yeah. Let's go. Um like that guy. When, when, wait, I went
2: full zero. I went full bald fade today for the first I know,
1: time. I know I can tell. I am it's it, it yeah. is it is shocking that you're just a you that in reality you're a good father of two, a happily married family man, because you look like someone that is texting three to four girls at all time, that actively tenders while he's in a relationship. Uh, Unbelievable, dude. Looking good, though. Mm. I appreciate it. Feeling good. Feel good. Um, I'm feeling good, too, because we got, what is it, 11 ranked games coming up this weekend? Or it's like seven ranked unranked or something like that. It's uh, it's an absurd number. Uh, Six. (laughs) <laughs> you just keep working, keep working your way down. Kind of fucked up the hype seven, there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, whatever. It's a great slate of college well, we got a bunch of games we want to talk about. So this week we're doing something a little different where we are going to uh, start our game breakdowns today. Uh, mm-hmm. Tomorrow we'll do the three big boys, Old Miss, Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Colorado, Oregon. Probably a bit of news as well. Today, we're going to dive straight in. We're going to talk FSU-Clemson, UCLA-Utah, um, AM, Arkansas-LSU, Oregon-Washington State, or excuse me, Oregon State-Washington State, and then Iowa-Penn State. So a lot of games to get to today. Mm-hmm. I will say, not really from a gambling perspective, though some of that may sneak in at times. Of course, on yep. Friday, bring your gambling show with Colin Wilson um, from the Action Hour, who I love dearly. I had so much fun with him mm-hmm. last week. Cannot wait again. All right, Aaron, um, real quick before we begin, remember youtube.com slash at volume snaps. Uh we're trying to push to 10K. Just hit five last week. Please help us. Obviously, that's a double, so you know that's hard. But uh, if you enjoy the show, man, well, just you know, do a solid like, subscribe when we're deeply, mm-hmm. deeply grateful and share with your friends. Tell your friends about it who also enjoy Consul. Cause right now, so many of y'all are watching and liking that it's really helping the algorithm put us in front. of, of other college football fans. We want to continue to do that. So we keep doing the show because we love it. All right. um, Let's dive into it. Aaron, Florida State, Clemson. Here's my deal. And uh, this is in Death Valley. Okay, Florida State. You know, this is it. We gave you a free pass for the BC game. I get it. Look at spot drop off from the LSU opponent. Why in the world, with anything Boston College had showed you the first two weeks of the season, would you be worried at all about them? Bad weather? Like, I get all the excuses. So, again, we gave you a free pass. I believe you to be, Florida State, one of the most complete teams in the entire country. Like I said, Florida State, top 10 O-line, top 10 D-line, top 10 secondary, top 10 quarterback, top 10 weapons. Elite everywhere. Clemson, on the other hand, elite nowhere. Okay. There is no way, Florida State, if you are real championship contenders, if you are supposed to be who you're supposed to be, I don't care if the game is in Death Valley. You already beat another team that plays in Death Valley. Yeah. Okay. There is no way that you should fuck this up this weekend. Florida State, this is your time to announce yourself to the country. Say, forget about that Boston College game. Who gives a shit about that? We are a true title. contender like you win this game who knows next week you might be the number one team in the country for snaps top 10 to be how other things break out like there's a real opportunity to get people to believe that you are a true national championship contender here
2: no i and and i'm i'm and i've said this the other day in the show when the sense of of that first game versus lsu and it was a great win and and they they dominate especially in the second half but i don't think lsu played nearly as good as they could have and should have and i think we've seen what lsu's identity is these past two weeks, so I honestly still have some question marks about Florida State. Like, how good an elite are they? You look at them defensively; you just law you you kind of went through the entire roster. T. But when it comes to the stats, they are dead last in the ACC when it comes to passing yards given up per game. And it's not like they're going against a vaunted passing attack. Like that's 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 the one saving grace this this weekend versus Clemson is Klubnik is still prone to a ton of mistakes. Even if you watch them last week. Two or three times, he threw the ball into coverage that should have been intercepted, and the defenders played defense for a reason. They dropped the pass. He's not a refined passer. The receivers on the outside are not dominant, but you still need to go out there and show me. Show me against a a, a, a Clemson passing bad attack. Passing that, attack. That, yeah. A bad passing attack that you can shut them down. that yeah. You can eliminate them. And then also, I want to see from this defense from Florida State, can you keep Klubnik in the pocket? I think that should be the goal of this game. You look at last week. Versus Boston College, what hurt Florida State? It's when the quarterback got outside and was being creative with his legs. That's when some of those big chunk plays happened down the field. So make Klubnik a quarterback inside the pocket. Uh, and I think you'll be fine, man. Like I think your D-line can handle business against Clemson's uh you know offensive line. You can make them a little bit more one-dimensional. And uh you flip it over to the other side. Clemson is not not the defense that we we've been accustomed to seeing no. at all. And we know Florida State, Jordan Travis. You know, I don't know how healthy he's going to be. Is he 80%? Is he 90%? Oh, I I don't think it really matters. I think he's going to be just fine. And those playmakers and outsiders are going to continue to make plays. So uh, this is a big moment. I think they're ready for it based on what we saw versus LSU. Like, I don't think they're going to shy away. And once you win this football game, to me, yeah, they may be the number one team in the country when it's all said and done after this weekend.
1: Look, if, if Mike Nervell, if you can't, if you let this flawed Dabo Sweeney team beat you, then it's never going to happen. Like, yeah. and it's interesting because if you were just listening to this game and you didn't pay a ton of attention to college football, like, well, likely as closely as everybody listening does, uh, then you might think, well, hold on now. Like Clemson has been great forever. They've been winning national championships and what's Florida state's been nothing. And that's all true, but it has no bearing on this mm. year. Like, I don't care about what's happened the past few years it's time to break the wheel Time for FSU to take over the ACC once again, and it's all right there in front of him. And really, quite frankly, there's no excuse not to. You are better. Like, it's weird. I don't really care about Florida State stats as much, Aaron. Like, I don't care uh, that they don't have, like, three receivers uh, leading the country like Washington does. I don't care that, like, you're not going to look at anything on paper. Like like you said, worst pass teams to the ACC. You know, I don't think many ACC teams have gone against a passing attack like what Jaden Daniels is bringing to bear. And yeah. if you could contain Jane Daniels in that Tiger offense and have so much success against what I think is one of the best alive in the entire country, like there's no reason you shouldn't do the same thing against Nick and Clemson unless it, it, the moment's just too big for you. Yeah. And Clemson in your head is just a boogeyman. is just too big. I don't think it will. I, I saw Florida State minus two and a half, and the only thing that makes me uncomfortable is how comfortable I felt jumping to go pick that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Florida State should 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 and, and the reason why I'm so high and I don't care about stats is because I, you know, I I really dove in and I studied them firsthand. And they just look above a college yes. team. They just look like they got NFL guys at every single level. And and I think Norvell Norvell remains an elite offensive mind. And yep. so, no, miss me with any there are no excuses, FSU. Yep. If you don't win this weekend, it is a total failure. But I think you will. So, you know, yeah. I, I, this will be a consistent, th-
2: th- this will be a consistent thing for me over the next two days as we break some of these games down, who has the, the better quarterback and who has the better receivers it, 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 to me, like that, that's what's what, that's what college football has come down to. Like who has the better skill and who is the better guy that can get them the ball in space and go make plays. And you have one of the best quarterbacks in the country in Jordan Travis a top three receiving unit in the country with, with what they have there at Florida state. Plus you throw in the tight end as well. And you flip it over to Clemson. You have a, a a very green quarterback that's still trying to get his, his, his footing in a new offense and you have average receivers. Like it's, it's a mega difference between the two. And, and to me that that is where college football is nowadays. The halves of the elite offenses that can score points because you have more receivers than a team can cover on that side of the football and those that just don't have that. And Clemson does not have this secret sauce that we, we are just still, for those who haven't watched football or Clemson this year, you know, you're know you so used to the Trevor Lawrences and the Deshaun's and and, and and the receivers they've had. They don't have that right now at all, and it's going to bite them in the ass this weekend.
1: And uh, look, I know that because, I mean, look, the, look Duke beat Clemson 28-7. And I know it's a weird game that the computers hate because it's a huge outlier game where actually the raw box score should say that that game should have been really close or that maybe Clemson should have even won, but I don't give a fuck. They beat Duke, or excuse me, Duke beat Clemson 28-7, and I think you're way better than Duke. So FSU, en- erase any of the doubt. The LSU win announced you to the world, okay? Mm-hmm. This BC game, for some, maybe started making people look at you a bit sideways. You go take care of Clemson. You are very clearly the best team in the ACC. You erase any doubt. The rest of the year will be playoff talk, championship talk. Get ready. So this is a massive opportunity. If Florida State wants to be officially, officially back, you there will be no argument you can make against them being back if you do it this weekend. This and is this out. is every
2: this is everyone's opportunity in the ACC this year. To feel good by just you know, knocking down Clemson, and the same thing could be said mm-hmm. for the SEC and the SEC West. Like this is, yeah, this is everyone's opportunity to knock down Alabama. Like two of the better programs in college football for for a decade plus. You know, obviously Alabama's been been doing it a little bit longer than Clemson, but Clemson has been one of those dominant ones. Multiple national championships, been in the playoffs yeah. a bunch, all, all the good stuff. First round draft picks, first. Pick they are like everyone is now licking their chops, saying they got a broken wing, they ain't the same, like. This is our year where we close the gap, possibly beat them. And then from there, you know, who knows what the future lies. And the same thing, once again, can be said for Alabama and the SEC. Like everyone is looking at it like this is our year. And we'll get to Lane Kiffin and that game tomorrow. But this is our year to knock the big boy out.
1: All right. So that is, uh so that's Clemson Florida State. Obviously, we're in agreement. uh Florida yeah. State clearly the better team they should win. Mm-hmm. uh Next up, we got another ranked, on, or excuse me, that's not ranked unranked. Um, we, we have our 1st ranked rank-to-rank matchup that we're breaking down, number 22, UCLA, taking on number 11, Utah. And for the Utes, Aaron, uh, it's all about injuries. And it's not just Cam Rising, though I am tempted to reduce this game to its barest essence and just say if Cam Rising plays, I think Utah wins. If Cam Rising doesn't play, I think UCLA wins. Um, however, the problem with the problem with UCLA excuse me, the problem with Utah is it's not just Cam Rising. It according to Kyle Willingham, Winningham, they are down 15 to 16 players that would be in the two deep on that roster right now. That includes uh, is it Quath Quoth? I never know how to say his last name. The tight end that was super badass against Florida last year. is no. awesome. He remains out. With an ACL, no idea if he's going to be back or not. Connor O'Toole, their best defensive end, hands down, remains out. Junior Tafuna, their best overall defensive lineman there Mm. in the interior. Here He and his top backup remain out. And then how about this? How about this? Even their transfer kicker, Cole Becker, missed last game. So there is something insane going on in Utah right now. But the thing is, I'm not so sold on UCLA yet. That I think that if you have a healthy Cam Rising, they can go into Utah and come away with a win with the two-time uh, defending Pac-12 champion. So, so to me, it's all about Cam Rising, Aaron.
2: Well, I, I, in a little bit, to me, it's more about Dante. Dante, more the quarterback okay. for UCLA. Like I think that's the bigger question in this football game. And, and let's just go back to UCLA's schedule real quick. They have played Coastal Carolina, yeah. San Diego State, mm-hmm. and North Carolina Central. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Like, like what have they really done this season? Like, this is the week. Like, I, 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 I hate that. We're going to say this. I hope we don't say it a bunch. Like this is the prove it week. Like oh, everyone, it kind of is most the of the proof teams, it week for everyone. Yeah, this is the, yeah. Like everyone got through their preseason, Yeah, but it's just still so hard to judge a freshman quarterback that I don't know if you can consider going to San Diego state, a true road test for him and a road game for him. Like this is going to be, and we saw it first Florida. Like this is a hostile environment. This yeah. is one of the tougher places to play in the Pac-12, and you're going to be on the road for the first time as a young quarterback. and And I've watched every single game for UCLA on the offensive side of the football. I think he's good. I think I just I I, I don't know if he's good enough right now. Three games into his because he didn't start as the first game of the season. Even if Cam Rising starter, doesn't
1: play, even if Cam Rising I, doesn't play,
2: I think Utah is a better coach. I think Utah. Yep even with the injuries has the better defense and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm just telling you, man, like I've been in that situation as, as a, as a freshman quarterback. And I was, I was a redshirt freshman going into a hostile environment like that for the first time, very few quarterbacks can go in there with all the pressure in the world, primetime television, two undefeated teams, the back-to-back pac 12 champions and go out there and have a good day against a, one of the better defenses in the country.
1: I just think it's a tall task to ask for the young man. It is. It is. And it's weird because, like we said, he's a top 10-graded quarterback in the country, right? But, again, Coastal's not a bad win. He didn't get to play that whole game. But he did start the last two. San Diego State's not a bad win. And then look, against, against, who was it, NC Central? He was actually, if you look at PFF's top-graded quarterbacks in the entire country last week, Shadur, 92, Penix 92-3, Riley Leonard, 92-7. Dante Moore ninety four one than Van Dyke ninety four two again. though, what I'm saying is he's been look, excellent against these lesser teams, but obviously the step up look, here is massive. You're going yeah. from the least to the best.
2: Look, look at look at look at just look at Utah's defense this year, and go back to the first game, and I and and you know, kind of remember what Florida just looked like versus Tennessee. And I'm not trying to like make Tennessee to be like these world beaters on defense, but Florida ran right through them. Those running backs were electric. You go back to the first game of the season, Florida at Utah, 13 total yards rushing, 13 total yards rushing right now. They are giving up 65 total yards on the ground uh, this season. Like Damn. this is, this is, this is a defense. That's going to say, Hey, freshman, beat us because we ain't letting anyone run on us right now. So are you going to tell me a, a true freshman is going to have to put the weight of his shoulders on his back and go out there and win a football game? If he does, then 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 Chip Kelly's got a, a a a superstar immediately right now. I just, I mean, I was gonna say, I don't that, believe it, man. I think the defense for Utah is too good. They're gonna make them one dimensional. I can see a couple mistakes from the young quarterback.
1: Well, but that is strength on strength, right? Chip Kelly teams run the ball like yeah, that's what they do. They do. And, then, and then you look it up right now. Well, so does Florida though. So does Florida though. Uh, UCLA clearly. In the lead of the Pac 12, averaging 270 yards a game on the ground right now. They're averaging yep. seven and a half yards a carry, Aaron. I'm kind of with have you. Have they played? No, no, no. So that's, what, so that's what I was getting at, though. I mean, as nice as that sounds, I am with you that, like, that's that's unsustainable against a great defense yes it's not it's 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 not possible to go out in utah and average seven and a half yards of carry so i think look i think if cam doesn't play though i think ucla i think they will win Mm -hmm. but if cam rising plays i think utah wins and i'll say this i think cam rising plays reading uh utah beat writers apparently whittingham was like he entered the press conference and without even being asked said, uh, Cam, oh yeah, he practiced today. He did a great job, but we'll know nothing for 48 hours at a minimum. Then of course we won't make an announcement. You'll just find out on game day who the guy is. That's the best I can tell you right now. And, uh, Michelle Bodkin, who is a beat writer, um, that covers Utah said, quote, while nothing concrete was given either way, Witt's answer felt a little different than some of the responses given in the past. And I know that sounds uncommittal, but I read a lot of beat writers and they have good reads on these things and also you better hope he's ready to go Aaron cuz like this kicks off here's here's Utah's schedule home against ranked UCLA at number 14 Oregon State slight break against Cal then at number 5 USC home against number 10 Oregon so for the next five game against ranked teams, UCLA, probably the least of those ranked teams. So you need cam rising to get back in form as this schedule only gets tougher and tougher. And we wanted to keep playing. Then it goes to Arizona state into number eight, Washington on the road, then zona mm. into 19 Colorado. So like mm.
2: seven, That's every Pac 12 schedule though, right now, like, okay, that, that is, every, that
1: is, but okay. So that's every why every I didn't go. Schedule. That's why at first I kept it a four of the five. Yes. Not many have four of the five, like, like, uh,
0: like, yeah, it's uh, I mean,
2: like anyway, what do we always say? Like, teams, you know, what hinders a, a, a team from winning a championship that, that at Utah's caliber? And I know it's still probably hard for, you know, fans of, to fathom in a, in a conference with Oregon and, and USC and some of these other schools that, that Utah has been the defending back to back champs of the Pac 12. Yeah. So, like, What hinders them from going for the three-peat? What hinders Georgia from going for a three-peat? It's it's injuries.
1: Yeah, Uh, It's injury
2: bug right now. And that's that's the number one thing that will stop you from from getting back to the Pacto Championship. So I don't know. I'm I'm in the sense of right now, regardless, cam rising, no cam rising, I think Utah at home will win this football game.
1: Okay. Okay. Confident. There we go. Let me take the spread on that here in a little bit. JLab has
2: something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates, JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com
0: to find your kind of tech. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states, or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel
1: perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Next up, we head over to the SEC. Man, we got a little Auburn versus Texas A&M. Um, Hmm. interesting here, looking at these two and Aaron, I kind of think it's pretty clear, right? These are two teams in, um, somewhat similar situations. And there are teams that have very high expectations. They have a lot of talent. They have not been performing to that talent level. Uh, the only issue is We are early on in the freeze rebuild, whereas Jimbo has been able to bake for a while. I I guess what I think is like, I think of these two teams as existing in similar, uh, states only A&M is more so right. Like A&M has a quarterback. They fully believe in. They have elite weapons. They have slightly more talent. They are at home. I think, I think this is an A&M win.
2: I, I, I lean toward that too, a little bit. And, and I think it helps for the fact that I was in Auburn last weekend, and calling their football game and got to see those guys up close and see what they look yeah, like on both sides of the football. Um, it's, it, it's, it's a good, it's a good team, man. It's a, it's a seven and five football team for Auburn, but the town is just not there compared to what A&M has. And, and, and yeah. like, I think we, we also get con the, to kind of go against that too. We, we do get caught into that, that kind of conclusion all the time with A&M now of well, the talent is better than so and so. Well, the talent huh. is better than Miami, so a And should sure. win. Well, like, like at well, some point but- we do. At some point we do have to like not lean on that as much because they they are one of the most underachieving football programs out there. A&M no is. doubt,
1: no doubt, hundred percent they are. But there are key differences in the Miami setup. First off, Miami's oh, pretty much just as talented as Auburn, right? But yeah, it's quarterback, right? Yeah. Tyler Van Dyke is looking like Tyler Van Dyke again. He looks like a top yes. ten quarterback in the country. Um. I think Hugh Freeze has been really creative in what he's doing with Auburn and yep. Peyton Thorne and Rob, robbing Ashford. But it's not anything that is like, I mean, it's not Connor Wigman. Like, and, and no, if, if we no, want to no, 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 look at when A&M has fucked up in the past, it's been like, like last year, did they have all talent in the world? Yes. But you know what they had? They had an injured and young offensive line. They had a bad offensive system. They had a rotating door at quarterback due to injuries and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so all those elements are kind of removed now. Like, even if you don't think Bobby Petrino is great, his system is better. I would, the offense has been better than it was under Jimbo. Yep. That's objectively true. The offensive line is more stable and has been better. Mm-hmm. And you have, you know, exactly who your quarterback is. So like A&M still probably not going to reach their full potential, but they're not, um, the disaster of five and seven last year. No,
2: no, no, definitely not. I, so the two of the big issues with Auburn is, is, is the turnovers. I mean, they had four turnovers versus Cal mm. uh, Payne Thorne through two interceptions last week. Like that's, that's, that's kind of turning to a major problem. I will say the one thing about Payne Thorne, like he impressed me last week throwing the football. Like he's a better thrower than I was anticipating kind of what we saw from him at Michigan state. And he's a better runner too. Like I kept expecting in a blowout victory to see a ton of Robbie Ashford, especially against the defense they were facing last week. That's three, three, five. And they kind of made a statement that like, yeah, Robbie is an elite athlete, but Payne's a pretty damn good runner too. Like, I think to me, this is a game where Payne's going to have to go off running the football. Like it, like this is classic Hugh freeze zone, read uh, quarterback running type football game where you, you try to get a, a, a heavy box. And what's the weakness for Texas A&M and you go back and watch their defense versus Miami shit, watch their defense last week. Those DBs are not good at yeah. all. They they are suspect. So, bad. Okay, so
0: that's saying, like, my question. I'm not saying like it, Auburn,
2: I'm not saying Auburn's world beaters at receiver. Yeah. But like Weather at, at tight end is really legit. They're gonna find ways to get him matched up. Like they got a couple decent guys that can make plays. I would say their receivers are better than than AM's DBs. It's just a matter of can you get AM out of out of too deep? Can can you run the ball effective enough?
1: So okay, so that is my big question then. Um since you watch this Auburn team so closely, yeah, I mean, like, go ahead and try to predict that. Like, A and M's defense may be bad, but is this Auburn offense going to be able to take advantage of it? Because I feel well, like A and they're bad against the pass or what? They're,
2: they're good against the run. They're good against the run. They're bad against the pass for A and M. Like, I like the, I like what their front seven's doing. It's so just like feels, when teams okay. the ball.
1: So that feels like A and M should win this game. They're at home yes. as well. Like, I feel like A and M.
2: No, I agree. Win. Yes, I, I think A and M should win this game, and plus. Auburn defensively, mm, not not consistent this year, especially getting after the quarterback. I think I think Wegman is just right now, he's feeling himself. He's playing great football. He's getting it to all his receivers. Um that they, they are the Ball, better Auburn team in and there. And, and once again, they're better in the key positions that I'm looking for. They are significantly better at the quarterback spot. They're significantly <laughs> better at the receiving position. And um, you know, I I give the defense a a, a coin flip of who's the better defense right now between the two of them.
1: Look, don't get me wrong. I think, uh, like I told you, I think the Jimbo era at A and M has run its course. Like I think they who's have to the better coach? I paid seventy mil. Um, now Hugh Freeze easily. Um, but yeah. so I think the Jimbo thing has very clearly run its course. But I still think they win this game. If they lose this game, do you actually realize what a disaster that is for A and M? Like, like there's no excuse that Hugh Freeze in year one should be needing Jimbo and Tex A&M in year seven mm-hmm. or whatever this is mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that. And I know we've, like you kind of alluded to earlier, we played this disaster game with Tex A&M so many times, but this would feel especially bad this year for all the reasons mm-hmm. we just said, because on paper, A&M should win. So yeah drop your nuts, Aggies. Um, you know what? Just make sure you get to yell practice on Friday, okay? If you yeah. go to yell practice on Friday, y'all are definitely going to win. How come we're not doing that anymore? I was really loving trolling A and M's uh, Yale leaders. Did they stop putting that out there? Like, is that not after, public after anymore? The
2: disaster that happened last year. Yeah. The, uh, woo!
1: Ah, uh,
2: I guess. I guess it really hasn't been a lot of juice for their two home games this year: New Mexico and UL Monroe. So, yeah, <laughs> they, they 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 they've been more warming up in anticipation for this first SEC home home. Home game for Auburn.
1: Can't wait to see the sweet three straight
2: three straight a three straight home games for AM, Auburn, Arkansas, and then Alabama. Damn. This is like this is like there. the make this is the make or break time for Jimbo right now, these next three weeks of if you're gonna keep your job next year, uh, you gotta win at least two of them. But if you can win all three, whoo bro, that man narrative change real fast. uh um, they got they got Alabama's number right now. They yeah, Alabama's great. number
1: uh worst freeze puns oh okay okay yeah 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 that's true so he's trying to R- rum is trying to predict what the uh yell leader practice will consist of the insults worst freeze puns batman and robin or yell leaders on friday uh at least batman and robin had arnold deliz- delivering freeze puns while playing mr freeze like that that's fucking excellent the yell leaders will be cringy like they always are mm-hmm. i will always say this for an infant so they are psychotic in their belief and their passion. Like yeah. they always think it's it's about to turn. It's about to work out. It's finally about to be good. And maybe it will, you know, SEC's down. Mm-hmm. Like the door is wide open. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see. So we think AM should should win this thing. Yeah. Uh yeah. up next, another sec battle. Uh, where's LSU ranked even right now? I don't know, like 12 or something. 12? Like I think 12. I think so. So Arkansas yeah. At LSU in Tiger Stadium. Uh, I watched Arkansas BYU for an hour for an hour and a half last night. Aaron went through all the film. And I but think wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I didn't think it was as bad as it would so I be. so I come away deeply unimpressed with Arkansas's D-line. LSU's yeah. O-line is going to like Arkansas's D-line looks big, but they're entirely ineffective. Landa Jackson, There's nothing like super the impressive. The There's
2: nothing like super impressive about. Arkansas, but there's nothing that's like complete crap either. They're just an like the average a,
1: football team. They that that yes, I would say on the whole that's true. I do feel like the D line is a little mm. is is a little bad. Mm. Is a little bad. Um, I mean they could they just can't get pressure. Like they they don't no. win in the pass rush uh, no. unless they add numbers in. Now granted, is a good O line, but I think LSU's better even. So. Uh, I, and, and even the Arkansas offensive line and the offense as a whole had like a great start. And I was yeah. like, okay. I was like, okay, you know what? Actually, they're going to be able to like, they'll have success against LSU's defense. But then as the game goes on, Arkansas just completely fell apart. They don't have receivers. I told you, man, like they, they, they hit the
2: portal hard, got a bunch of receivers from, from smaller conferences, like group of fives or smaller divisions and brought them in. and, and, right now it just seems like the, the speed and the size of playing some of these, you know, other teams are just not, they're not ready for it. Like their best, their best guy right now and who they were super excited about when I was with them in spring is their tight end, Luke Haas, but I think had four catches for like 80 yards last week and a touchdown. Like he's a little bit of a a matchup guy that you can move around. He's athletic tight end, little undersized, but, but you can get him on a linebacker, you know, maybe him versus Perkins could be an interesting situation, but like, their their weakness on offense is their receivers going against LSU's weakness on defense, which is DBs. And I, I just don't think they're good enough on offense to create any sort of stuff. Like you turn the film for Arkansas this entire season, and and there are rarely times where KJ's throwing the ball and a guy's running open.
1: Bro, like, BYU he's having to thread the needle up if BYU yeah I is know. Manning you up. And you you're can't th- and 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 you can't win those battles, and you're in the SEC. That's a bad sign. It's a bad Where's sign. Rocket, where the hell's so, Rocket? I don't know, man. If, if Rocket plays, I do. they change a lot as well? Because I felt like their mm. backs were very slow, and kind of undynamic looking last week. Like not making the-, the the thing that I worry about too, Aaron is KJ didn't look fully comfortable. The O line started losing pass rush bad at the end of the game. You had a couple forced fumbles come in, getting smoked in the blindside. I mean, last chance pass of the game, you got a chance to win it, and what happens? The left tackle just whiffs, and he gets lit up. So, like, I think this is another game where Harold Perkins shines, the interior defensive line. So, at the end of the day, I think LSU clearly wins, wins by double digits. This, this Jane Daniels offense, this LSU offensive line are just so dialed in. Right? Oh, how about this, Aaron? We looked it up today. Arkansas two defensively has played single high man about 50% of the time this year. Mm. I don't think you want to play single high man against Malik neighbors and company right now.
2: No no no, uh, no, 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 like
1: LSU doesn't attack the middle of the field. So, so I would have to imagine they come out with a different game plan. Like last year, they ended up dropping eight a ton. Maybe they do. Yeah, but that the, pro- again. the
2: problem is the problem is like right now, and this just goes to just how good LSU is offensively. Like, yeah, you can tell you want, like, hey, man, let's drop eight. Let's go to cover two. Let's let let's play two safeties high. Like, let's not let Jaden, who is red hot right now at 74% completion, you know, pick us apart with neighbors and Thomas and Lacey and Hilton and Mason Taylor, if he's back at tight huh. end. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. I mean, this is one of the best, if not the best receiving cores in America. And you have a quarterback that has improved significantly as a passer. So let's just play too high and protect. Well, the problem is now – Like and I'm sure you'll agree with this. Like Logan Diggs looks phenomenal running the football. He does. He looks really good. Caleb Jackson adds some juice too. It's going to be John Emery's second game back, and we'll see what he looks like into the rotation. But like now of a sudden, you have an offensive line who, with the adjustment on the right side, is playing really physical. uh, One of the better offensive lines in the conference, and you have really good running backs.
1: So like, okay, I'm talking conference, dude. I think. I think. I mean. I think LSU is the best O-line in the country.
2: There's not a weakness on this. The, the, week one versus FSU, the reason why they didn't have as much success, they didn't have running backs. They now have running backs, and this is a balanced attack where you can't go in the cover two because then you're just going to run on you. And if you want to go single high, Jaden has been deadly accurate with the football. Like, I love this offense. I think it's the yeah, best offense too. in the SEC.
1: Well, and and to be clear, I still maintain, and this is why I was probably going so hard on FSU earlier, I still maintain that was more about just FSU being good because you turn on the tape, and those are fucking dudes that the Seminoles yeah. have on defense. You turn on most college tape, and it just doesn't look like that. No. The bodies don't. Um, so I think LSU wins by double digits. The 18's a little hard for me. I think I'm gonna I don't lay see off Arkansas it.
2: Scoring, I don't see Arkansas scoring.
1: So you don't think how, is, how does Arkansas score? I, uh, how I, does Arkansas score? They, they, they looked uncomfortable against me. They how were up they 31-21, score? halfway to the third and lost thirty-eight. I I can see like LSU win this game like
2: thirty-five to ten.
1: Shit. I mean, I kind of can too, man. I don't know.
2: And
1: it's in it's, it's, it's Tiger Stadium. It's in,
2: night game i think lsu games are starting to see like okay like that first game sucked but like this is a
1: really good football team seven o'clock or six o'clock local six o'clock yeah six local (laughs) give me lsu big 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 big. i i I think lsu big as well i'll let you all know on friday whether or not i'm playing the bet uh but 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 i feel very comfortable predicting lsu win here again it's kind of like last week it's Mississippi state i would be shocked and appalled If they didn't Mm -hmm. find a way, which credit last year, Arkansas, without KJ Jefferson should have beaten LSU if it wasn't for Harold Perkins. So we'll see. Um, next on this list, Aaron, I'm calling this the battle of the bastards. They put a couple of poor misfit toys that nobody wants. They've thrown them out. Who else could I be talking about? But Oregon state and Washington state Mm -hmm. two very good football programs, both ranked Both played the best football they've played in years and yet being left behind by everybody else in the Pac 12. I feel awful for these programs. mm, I feel happy that these programs get to square off in such a big moment here.
2: It's sad. Game day should have gone there just like just to give them some love. I mean, it's just, it's just, I mean, you can't
1: skip Ohio State Notre Dame, but I feel you. I feel you again. The battle of the bastards. Like it's sad. These are very talented programs that nobody wants. You know, the crazy stat
2: is you, you go back, you go look at Washington state right now. They don't have a rusher over a hundred yards this season. They don't have a single rusher over a hundred yards through the first three games of the season right now. I think that's like me,
1: season statistics,
2: like season statistics, not oh, like a single wow. game. They Don't have one rusher. Cam Ward has 95 total yards rushing and Payne has 95 total yards rushing Like. This is so I haven't
1: watched a lot of Wazoo. What are they just throw it around all the time? Just yeah, the Cam Wars just kind of runs
2: around. Yeah, Cam runs around a bunch. I mean, obviously, he's okay, yeah, the team Cam thirty-two carries 30
1: per game right now, nine yeah. touchdowns, no picks. And I like Cam. Completion. Like you know, I talked
2: about him in the season. Like he's he's you know he's been big in the season. I'm trying to remember it was it was Wisconsin was the game I watched a couple weeks ago, and um, he won the game for the Man, he was great. I just think this is this this defense is going to be too good to be a little bit one-dimensional um mm-hmm. and I like what they're doing on offense you know what's funny like this is a big weekend for DJU like if Clemson loses yeah. to Florida State and Oregon State finds a way to win this football game which I think they should win this football game and DJ plays well which he's he's played well for the majority of the season like man that that's a that's an ultimate flex for him so I think he goes out there plays well i I, I like their offense. I just think Oregon State's the more balanced football team in this game. I think they're the better defense as well, Um, but it's going to be a good game. Like Cam Ward is is it, it, it kind of goes to like what I'll talk about a little bit tomorrow with Colorado versus Oregon. It's not like an extreme difference in talents like that game is, but anytime you have like a, a quarterback that is as as creative as Shadur is or, or Cam is, like those guys always give you a chance because they can always create a, a home run play like that. Like he's an yeah. he's a home run play ready to happen at all times which can always keep you in the game. I just don't know if, if they're going to get me into those opportunities.
1: It so okay, okay, how would you answer this? Who's the better quarterback between Uyangalele and Cam Ward? It's Cam Ward, right? I mean statistically mm. it's Cam Ward, but in your film evaluation. I like DJ DuMore as a quarterback. Oh wow. Okay. Okay, so that makes sense. Then that I makes think
2: Cam's sense. a great athlete. I think Cam's a great athlete and can
1: make well, plays. but I'm not talking NFL prospect. I know, I mean, in I know, terms which is of hard for college me. quarterback. I'm talking in terms of a college quarterback, who is the better guy again? Cam, Ward's I would still on DJU, are pretty much I would still take, despite I still having played DJU. better talent or better teams. I,
2: I watch take that. Okay, yeah, but it goes back to the balance though. Like Oregon State is a more balanced football team, like they're running the football. Like Martinez has 351 yards on the season, nine almost a nine yard
1: average. I mean, Washington State beat the hell out of Colorado State, beat Wisconsin badly second year in a row, and I don't care about the Northern Colorado game. Ah, mm. We're going to see. Uh, Oregon State's defense right now is giving up like 11 a game, but they ain't played nobody. So, again, it's, again, it's a classic proven situation. You know mm. what? I'm going to fade you here. Ooh. I'm going to fade you here. I think Cam Ward's better than DJU. Game's in Pullman. I think Pullman has magic. Um, I think Washington State pulls up the upset here. Uh, I've got my college football games brought up right here. Give me a second. Roll F. Da-da-da, da-da-da, Oregon da-da-da, da-da-da, State. Uh, they have Oregon uh, minus State. Three, yeah, I will be betting Wazoo Moneyline here. I'm going to try to get a little juice for all the all home mine. team. Let's go. Cam Ward and Pullman, baby. Um, I'm just more excited to watch this. What time is it? Oh, it's going to be at 7. 6 p.m. as well. Shit, I'm not going to be able to watch till the next day, probably more, more so. Mm. Um, a lot of good games, man. Got to have a lot of screens rock and roll this weekend. I can't wait to be back in the office. Uh, and then finally, our last game of the show today, Iowa at Penn State. Back to Happy Valley we go once again. And uh, it's going to be a whiteout. So I need to offer an apology. Because when I when when Penn State did the wide outing in West Virginia, I didn't realize they did two a year. Uh, I do believe the wide to be one of the more powerful college football traditions. I think in a big game, it can actually bring you juice. And um, it's going to be a good one. I mean, it's funny, though, Aaron, and, and thinking about this game, I'm guilty of kind of ignoring Iowa as a player and treating them more like an NPC, where it's just like, okay, what can the player? What can player one, Drew Alar and Penn State? What will they look like against Iowa? And then I'm going to try to carry that. Like, like I'm giving Iowa no chance of threatening for the Big Ten. This is just about whether or not Penn State can prove that yeah. they could threaten Ohio State or Michigan.
2: And I was not impressed with with Lahr last weekend, and I was kind of like, man, like you know, I was not a bad football team. We know Iowa can play pretty good, good defense, and I'm and I'm, I'm watching tape this morning and drinking my coffee before the kiddos wake up. And uh, I almost spit my coffee out because I've, I've watched Iowa's offense. And I want to see, like, what does Kate McNamara look like? And I really haven't watched their defense in much this year because, like, it was probably going to be the same thing, just a really good, solid, fundamentally sound defense. And I turn it on, and I see two white DBs. I see yeah. a white counter, I see a white, white safety. corner. I'm like, what is going on? I yes. <laughs> almost spit my coffee out. My wife is like, what's up? I was like, two white guys on defense playing DB. This ain't good. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Like now I told let's you just remember like, though, let's though, alert is a is a real thing. Is a real that thing. is
1: true. That is true, Aaron. But remember, last year they had Riley Moss, who was a yeah. dog. White DB went to the senior bowl, balled out. Hasn't played in the NFL yet. He got hurt, so he's been inactive for two weeks. But I think when Riley Moss is healthy, we're going to see a white corner in the NFL again. And where'd he come from? Iowa. So I I feel you on the White Guy alert. Like at that I'm
2: looking at this DB like can you just pull up his picture right now and Cooper it just DeGene's is not
1: really nearly as cool of a name as Riley Moss.
2: I know, but just look but he, he looks like a little frat a, boy. He DeGene. looks like a
1: little frat boy. Oh
2: my, oh my and god, I hope he's he a has, great kid.
1: He has the TikTok flop. He has the high and tight the TikTok flop. it does look like a fast white boy though. You know, I uh,
2: will say that. Uh, they play a lot of cover too. They protect those corners, which as they should. They protect them.
1: All uh, I'm saying is, is I understand I, I, I white, guy alert, Iowa, white guy alert, but I know, Too. I know, but Too. Iowa has also made a career of overachieving white guys, right? Like that—that that, that yeah. is Kirk Ferenc's defense. He's made a life of that, it of taking a three-star white defender and making him tenacious and effective. Like that, <laughs> that going is after Kirk, his is Kirk over Ferenc's Over and over again. I think it's, it's going to be, be – I would say this. I know Pitt State is running. No, they don't. They have the weapons on the outside. Well,
2: so two things. So sticking on. So sticking on an aisle real quick. Like I think Kate has actually played well this year. But the problem is you look at this game right now, and their best receiver who's a tight end, uh, Latchy. I put, I think believe it's called Latchy, is, uh Luke Latchy, going to be out for the football game. To their top running backs, Patterson and Johnson, both going to be out. So you are going to be out your best receiver. and You really don't have any good receivers. You are going to be out two of your top running backs, uh, and you are going against a really 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 good defense in penn state like this penn state defense is nasty and it's at home and it's a whiteout uh i don't think iowa unfortunately this this ain't gonna help that 25 point average like you may not they may not get double digits in this game like i don't see it happening
1: no i think that's the biggest difference
2: i think like Iowa will not be able to score against penn state
1: uh yeah 14 and a half point spread on this one so uh vegas agree like that this a 24
2: one to close. 7 game something like that 27 7
1: but that kind of that I'm kind of goes like, back to my original point right this isn't really about what can Iowa do this unfortunately i, mean, I hope they prove me wrong and make this exciting pull of upsets because i love mm-hmm. upsets but like this more feels like okay under 40 if you can uh, if you can uh, always uh, bet the under on iowa um yeah. but this is like drew larm if you can prove to be dynamic and explosive and successful against a Kirk Ferentz defense, I won't doubt you going forward. If you go out there and play really big, Penn State wins really big, then all of a sudden maybe we're talking about Penn State maybe beating Ohio State, maybe beating Michigan. Until then, I'm mm. not giving them that credit. So it's big a big, it.
2: it's a big it game for quarterbacks in the Big Ten. Like you have two young quarterbacks for Ohio State and Penn State that that right now both those teams are looking at like how can we beat Michigan. And it comes down to it's gonna come down to quarterback play. Like so both these quarterbacks have a lot to prove for me this weekend. And I think Drew Alar for me has a lot to prove after what I saw last week. And I think the biggest difference between him and Ohio State is he doesn't have stud receivers on the outside. Like he's kind of handicapped right now. Like yeah, there's a big expectation for this kid to be a superstar and to win the Big Ten for you and to lead you to your first playoff. I get all that, but there is not a lot of support for him to go out there and do that besides the running game.
1: Yeah, it's they like Monday
2: it, night. Fortunately,
1: I I love listening to Ocho on uh, their new volume football recap shows. It's like they were talking about Monday night. Like uh, George Pickens sure does make Kenny Pickett look pretty good. You know, yeah. <laughs> like if you, if you have George Pickens, yeah. that that goes a long way towards helping you mm. as a quarterback and making you look awesome. Um, they don't got that at Penn State, sadly. They don't got that. So, Brum, in the chat, you put over under a 40, dot, dot, dot. And I think the point is like, wow, what a low number. But I would love to see when in the fuck was the last time I was hitting 40 in terms of over under. I mean, I've seen in the high 20s. We've seen in the low 30s. 40, I mean, bro, that's an easy hit.
2: Easy I'm hit. taking that. That, that. that may be my lock of the week right there. You know I love me some
1: good unders. Yeah, yeah, you do. I mean, most sharps do, but I'm not yeah. sharp, so I don't um all right that's it that is day one of two days of college football previews rare I don't think it's ever happened on staffs before we've had such a full weekend that we had to break down the preview shows into two days so really excited for that um tomorrow's show Old Miss Alabama Ohio State Notre Dame in Colorado Oregon um a massive thank you to Pat Gunther Ryan Brumley Danny Cardenas Chris Tran Christian Hunter Adam Gracia Everybody in the snaps team, a huge, massive thank you to everybody who listens, uh, and rates and reviews it, or you get on youtube.com slash at uh, volume snaps and you like it, um, share, you know, subscribe, all of this stuff helps. Uh, and thank you, Aaron Murray, for your invaluable insight and that beautiful smile and fade and teeth that we enjoy every single day. Um, we love you all. I hope you have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow on a brand new episode of Snaps. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to
0: your ears. Getting ready to take on spring?